Hey guys, welcome back. It's Didi with another episode of Beauty with a Twist. I'm so excited for this week's episode because we have a special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Sabrina with Naked Skin by Brina, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to have you. So I know you do waxing, right? Just yes. waxing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know much about you, but I want to know more. So tell me about yourself. Well, I am the coochie man. Oh, like period. coochie queen, girl, whatever you want to say. She's the coochie queen, okay? <laughs> period. So you just do Brazilians, right? Only Brazilians and vajayshals. Vajayshals. Okay, mm-hmm. so tell me how you started. Tell me about you. So um, how long you been in the industry? All of that. Okay. Uh, so I started waxing when I was actually 15 and I would just do myself. And my friends. What? Okay, but I don't count it because I didn't know what I was doing. And I was fucking everybody up, okay? <laughs> Including myself. I didn't know what I was doing. Kit from Amazon and everything? Kit from Walmart, girl. <laughs> Walmart. You put it in the microwave Stop. and heat it up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or the strips that, like, you have with your hands. Oh, my God. I slapped that bitch on my coochie. <laughs> and it off. I didn't know what I was doing. And then my friends let me do it, too. Um, so I started with that. And then I went to college for a little bit. And I... I hated it. It was fucking boring. Yeah. Uh, so I just I decided to go to beauty school and I just fell in love with the waxing aspect of it. I used to do facials. I used to do everything like that. But then I just <laughs> I love coochies. Yeah. <laughs> Coochie was my calling for real. It was my calling. I was born to do this. <laughs> so you started doing your friends, right? Mm-hmm. And then did you know at that moment you were like, okay, I want to get into like pure waxing or like when you started doing facials, like, because you know how, like, people go to esthetician school and they kind of go a different route. Like, people that do lashes were going into, like, waxing now. Like, they mm-hmm. kind of, like, once they hit school, it's kind of like they venture out to different things. Was that something for you? So, I had actually started going to school to do lashes. My lash um, girl, mm-hmm. um, uh, I forgot her name, <laughs> Lady Face Beauty, um, she had talked to me about going to, to school. My mom had also mentioned it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll do lashes. And she was like, I'll give you my clients. And I was like, whoa, that's really unheard of yeah. for someone to train you and then offer to give you their clients. Yeah. So that's why I initially went. Um, I've never done lashes a day in my life. <laughs> and oh my. I just, I love the wa- waxing part. When I would do facials, I didn't understand the energetic exchange that you get when doing facials. And I started having some crazy fucking experiences where I would know things about my clients or I would like see, like, I don't even know how to explain it, but it was so overwhelming for me because I didn't understand what it was and I didn't understand how I was feeling all these things. But you were I feeling was, them. I was picking up on their energy and I thought that it was mine and yeah. I thought I was going fucking crazy because I was like, this has never happened to me before. Why am I seeing this? Who Who is this in my head yes and i i stopped doing wax i stopped doing facials because of it you were feeling that because you were touching them yeah with your bare hands right with the the skin to skin contact the meditative state that you're in the music i was playing and i'm a very sensitive person energetically so i was just taking all of that Mm -hmm. and i had to stop doing it because i started getting so sad I was like, my life is pretty good. <laughs> I'm so sad right now. Why the fuck am I so sad at 3 p.m. in the afternoon right now? Like, yeah. 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 And you know what? I've never talked that about this in my podcast, but I feel that energy too. Mm-hmm. And speaking of it, like, I'm a cancer. I'm into zodiac signs. I'm into, like, all that shit, okay? I'm into crystals, okay? <laughs> and 
I'm a very sensitive person, but I also pick up on people's energy and I pick up on like, even when a person walks in the door, I could just feel it. Yeah. You know, I have crystals all around my shop, girl. They're hidden, but I have them here. <laughs> I be saging, yeah. have my incense. Okay? You have to. I have to. Yeah. So I feel people's energy. And sometimes I go up home and I'm really upset. Yeah. And I just don't know why, but I started getting Reiki's done. I started getting cleanses done. And that's really helped me mm-hmm. because there was a point, and this is so funny that you brought it up. There was a point where I was just like fighting with my boyfriend more yeah. and I just didn't know why. And it wasn't because like there was a reason. It was just because I was feeling it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's so funny. And that that's not spoken about a lot. Enough, it's, you know? it's honestly one of the biggest parts, at, at least for me, mm-hmm. because even though I have the gloves, yeah. even though I have done like protective measures for myself, I've actually learned more about energy work and spirituality and things like that because I work on the most sensitive part of the body. It holds the most amount of trauma. And I have had to literally be able to close myself off so I don't pick up on this information that my client didn't tell me because I would know things. Yeah. So I had to learn how to close myself off so I wasn't just taking all this information, taking all this energy. And then I talk about that stuff with my clients while they're on the table. Wow. So it's a whole different experience Mm -hmm. because here you are, butt ass naked, talking to this random girl about the most traumatic things that have happened. You know, I, I go with the vibe. I go with how my clients feel and whatever. But it's been one of the biggest things that I've had to learn how to, I don't want to say protect myself, but just keep that boundary for yes. my client's sake. Yes. So it's a very... It, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, and you know what though? Your clients trust you. So yeah. that's how you know though, like you, they're opening up to you obviously and yeah. physically and emotionally, but like you don't know what a person goes through down there. Yeah. You don't know what they've been through down there. So that's true that you are kind of opening that. And plus... I feel like when you get a Brazilian done, especially like you're just like your loyal clients. Okay, whatever. They come in with a coochie open. Let's say if it's a first timer, like they're really like nervous. Yeah. You know, actually the first time I ever got waxed like professionally, um, I was 18 and I had a pretty shitty experience and I felt really uncomfortable. The lady didn't even talk to me. And I was like, fuck that. I'm never doing that again. Yeah. But in having that experience, I understood how important it is to create that safe environment for your client because mm-hmm. some people haven't even seen their own parts yes. in the light, let alone a random stranger that you just met or someone <clears throat> that you found off Instagram or someone that you found off TikTok. Yes. And it's like, okay, I'm just going to be naked right here in front of you. You have to be super understanding and respectful of whatever each individual client needs yes. at that space. And especially to like whatever happens in your room, stays your treatment there. room stays there mm-hmm. because it's a safe place for them. Like you're obviously like, you know, the stories, like if you ever go through something traumatic, like, if, you know, if it smells or whatever, it's just keep it to yourself. Yeah. And you know, it's, that's all part of the job description. Yes. Are you kidding me? I get girls that come in like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm on my period. I'm wearing a tampon. I'm like, girl, this is like another day on the job for me. Like, you open those legs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> give me your Gucci. Yeah, give me your Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you went to school. Mm-hmm. And then while you were going to school, were you waxing? I was. So okay. I would go to school all day and I would pretty much wax all day. I was even teaching the girls in school how to wax while wow. my like, my part, they were learning like 
chemical peels and facial facials. Stuff. Yeah. I was like in the other room teaching the girls wow. how to do Brazilians. Oh, so cool. how did you learn your method? Like who taught you how to do your method or was it yourself or like how did you come <laughs> up with it? Me? Yeah. Um, so I learned the basic technique for waxing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, throughout the years, I kind of developed my own way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the cra- craziest things is so I wax at least uniquely to what I know, because I've never seen anyone do it that way. Um, but a couple of years ago, I was in a really abusive relationship mm-hmm. and my ex had broken my thumb. And I had this huge cast on my arm that I would wax with two fingers. And what? I had my clients wrap my cast in saran wrap and help me put the glove on. And then I would wax them. Oh, you're dedicated. The positions that I had them in at first, I couldn't fit my cast into. So I'd have to put them in different positions or uh-huh. do different things. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so much easier. So I, I continue with that technique. But had I not broken my <laughs> fucking thumb, I wouldn't have developed this technique. And do you think it's way faster with your technique? Hell yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it's so more, a, a lot more thorough. Um. I, girl, I get in there. I'll be like anything I need to do, any <laughs> yeah. position I need yeah. to put them in. Like yeah. I, my face is like right there, yeah. right at there. Mm-hmm. So I can see whatever I need to see. That's so, crazy. I get all up in there, girl. I have a job. They know what they come for. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll make sure there's no hair. So you, you, okay. So after, when you were at, during school, you were doing um, wax and then you were working from home. Mm-hmm. Did you stay at your, was it at your parents' house? Was it at your house? Like, um, it's at the house that I grew up in. Okay. Um, my, my mom moved out when I was younger. My dad and I lived there. And then um, he moved out and he lives with his girlfriend now. And now it's just my brother and I. Um, he has like half the house. I have the other half. Yeah. But he also does um, social media. So he does YouTube. What? And he has like 70,000 followers or subscribers on YouTube. And um, he does everything through there. His things like Casual Cooper. So Shout super out to cute. Him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he does that on that half of the house. And then I have my half of the house. So so you still work from home. I do. I do. I love it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot, especially because you're so big in the industry. And I feel like I haven't had someone, you know, as big working from home. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like it was so the norm to work from home back during COVID. Yeah. So how are people now, like everything is open are they like uh, you have your regulars, but do you ever get new clients that feel like a oh. certain, certain way that you're from home? None that has said anything to me. Yeah. Every time people come in, well, my house is very nice. And then I have a separate entrance. We have a separate bathroom. Oh, so it's all separate. It's all separate. And then every time people come in, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so nice. Because I mean, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've never had anybody question it or not be comfortable. Yeah. I think I really think that it just depends on the person that you're with. Mm-hmm. And the cleansiness and how the clean yeah the cleanliness of course yeah and you know it's it's very private and a lot of people have told me that they like it more because they don't feel like they're at a gynecologist they feel like they're hanging out with their friend period yeah and it's just cozy and comfortable and I, i love it i've thought about you know branching and doing other things but i just don't want to like you know what I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Straight the fuck up. I wouldn't. I I I was I loved working from home. Mm-hmm. I loved it just felt so homey, but also so like like I was I was saving a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. And that's just a fucking point, okay? I was saving my 
my bank account looked way nicer than what it looks now. Okay. So I personally loved working from home. Mm-hmm. I loved being solo. And until the fact that now I have, you know, a salon and everything, it's a lot. I could tell I'm aging more. Mm. I'm 26, girl, but I really <laughs> like my roots for real. I'm hiding them. Like I had to spray paint my hair. Dude, okay? I'm literally getting gray hairs. And no. I'm like, I'm 24. <laughs> girl, I'm fucking aging, okay? Like I go like I have to go to sleep with the back like a heating pad. Okay. <laughs> No, <laughs> for real. Do you have a driving pillow, girl? Do you put in the front of Stop! Don't put me on. <laughs> no, but it's to the point where I feel like I'm aging because I'm stressed. So if I can go back to being solo, I would. Does, yeah. Do I? Am I not grateful for it? I'm, I'm obviously grateful for what I have, and I love what I, you know, have. But it's just like, and I tell anybody that wants to be a business owner, make sure that you know that that's the right path for you. Yeah. I think it's also different because I've never had any experience other than where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I never worked, literally never worked anywhere. Oh, well, I had other jobs. But yeah. in this industry, I never worked for anybody. I never worked with anybody. Yeah. I went to school and I was still in school taking clients. And then I just wasn't at school anymore, past state board. And then I continued staying there. I was also a full-time nursing student when I first started too. Oh. And I was going to school because I wanted to be a medical esthetician. Um, things didn't happen that way because my social media blew the fuck up. Do, and I was I like, need to ask you about that. Yes. Uh huh. Girl, it happened on accident. Mm-hmm. Overnight, literally, literally overnight. So you, okay, but in, let's go back. In the beginning, <laughs> did you like already have this clientele? Like, or you kind of were like, Mm-mm. Because there's a lot of people struggling to yeah. gain that clientele. So were you one of them? Like, were you kind of like not necessarily struggling, but not having as many clients? Honestly, um, I never had the problem because I was always posting everything. And I I would take people when I was still in school. I always had people in and out mm-hmm. of school. Like you can ask anybody I went to school with. I always had people coming. Uh-huh. Um, one of the biggest things that I tell my clients who are starting their own business is when you're in the beginning and when you're starting, charge fucking shit. Like don't charge a lot. My Brazilians were $15, okay? If that, if I even charged. Because I knew that it was more important to get the experience Period. and to yes. get my word out and be like, okay, bring your friends. Like if you bring someone, I'll do it for free. And then I wasn't making a lot of money, but my name was starting to circulate. And also I didn't have the pressure to do that great because I was just fucking starting. I yes. didn't know what I was doing still. Yes. I was developing my technique. So if someone didn't like it, I'm like, it was $10. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that gave me a really good cushion to be able to fuck it up or to be able to learn or take a really long time because I was, oh, I've always been super honest. I've always been super clear with like, look, I'm just starting out. I don't really know what I'm doing. I started in my bedroom on the floor. My wax machine was on a box, an Amazon box. And I had a blanket or not, not even a blanket. It was a towel and a pillow from my bed. And I told my clients, the people that were coming, I'm like, hey, it's really ghetto. You're going to be on the floor. Oh my wax my machine is on a box. Gosh. Is it okay? Like, are you down? Hell yeah, girl. $10? Like, nobody <laughs> fucking cared. I've never had any issue with that. Are those people that. still with you? Hell yeah, they're still <laughs> with me. They're, st- they're still with me. <laughs> Shout out to them. We have upgraded, girl. Yeah. Shout out. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've been through it all. You've been through, like, 
The stages. The stages. Yeah. Everybody starts somewhere. And that's also the thing that I tell people when they're starting something is like, don't be ashamed of you just starting out. You're not going to be the best when you just start. You have to learn. Yeah. And the way to keep yourself in the place where you're like, okay, to learn is to do free services, to practice on people, to do models. Because in the beginning, it's not necessarily about let me get this money. It's okay. Let me perfect my craft. What do I actually want to do? What do I, how do I do this? Because when you're in school, you learn very basic, basic techniques, if any technique. Yeah. Because it's all about passing your state board after you learn in the field. But because I didn't go anywhere else, I had to just make it up as I went along. I would ask my clients what they wanted. I would think about what I wanted. And yeah. then I would, I just went from there. So it was trial and error for everything that I've done. Yeah. And then your social media yeah. just happened overnight. Like, how did you do it? So I... I was posting everything that I was doing, like mm -hmm. whatever. I just posted it to get myself out there, to get in the algorithm. Yeah. I don't even know how it works. <laughs> I don't even care. And I was posting it and I, I, I love to remove ingrowns. So I was removing an ingrown and I was like, can I record this? And my client was like, yeah, go ahead. So I recorded it and I did a little like bullshit as audio um, voiceover. voiceover. And I was like, ah, oh, whatever, I'll post it on TikTok. Posted it on TikTok. When I woke up, well, I had 46 followers, okay? When I woke up, the video had 2.9 million views and I had 10,000 followers. By the end of the week, I had 100,000 followers. And within a couple months, I had a million followers. Over the video? Over the fucking video. And then I started recording all the time. And then yeah. almost every one of my videos when I first started out, was hitting millions and millions and millions. It would be my cat eating a hot Cheeto. And <gasps> five million <laughs> views. I was like, what the hell? I don't so, understand TikTok, but yes, that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. So it, it just literally blew up overnight. And then I got a lot of clients and everybody wanted to come and people were coming in. I seen you from TikTok. Yes. I did this and that. Yes. But I, so I started when I was 19. Um, and then by the time I got my license and everything, I was 20 and I was still 20 years old. So people would come in and be like, how long have you been doing this? I'm like, girl, like three months. If that, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know how to do this really. Oh like, Oh my gosh, I'm dead. So I, I had taken everybody. I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. I took everybody. I booked myself out for two months and I was like, oh shit. Oh, whatever. Like they won't all come back. They all came back. <laughs> Which is great. Thank you, guys. But what the fuck? Because yes. you're supposed to get waxed every four weeks. Yes. And I couldn't get my clients back for seven or eight weeks. So I finally got it down and I condensed it to six weeks. And I found that six weeks with waxing is the fucking best. It is the prime spot because you're not having those little hairs that are still there still at four there. weeks. Yes. You get a clean wax every time. You save your money. You don't have to go through it as often. You do have to grow it out a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. But as it goes on, it goes less. It gets less. less and less. And overall, it's just you get a clean wax every time. Like you yeah. don't want to be done. And then two days later, the little hairs that weren't long enough to be waxed can't get out, you know? Yeah. So, so at that point, when you were booked out for two months, you were working six days a week? I was working five to six days a week, about okay. 10 hours a day. Mm -hmm. um, it still took me a little bit longer to complete the services yeah. um, because I was doing like wax and vajayshals. Um, and I was still kind of developing a technique and I was finding out the products that worked and finding out how long it takes. And then mm. I was having new clients every time. When you have a new client, you don't know what, 
They look like down there. You, you don't know what's coming in. You don't know if you need like to cut it. You don't know. You don't yeah. know what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know how the client's going to react. You don't yeah. know how their skin's going to be. So it was very virgin Brazilian, virgin Brazilian, virgin Brazilian every time. Yeah. And it was. It's a little bit different to do a virgin than someone who's been getting waxed. Yes. So, yeah, I was working a lot. So now, now, fast forward. Mm-hmm. Still at the same place. Mm-hmm. We ramped. How many days do you work? I work about two to three days a week, still seeing the same amount of clients. I got faster with what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I bumped up my prices. So we went from $10 to what now? $100 for <gasps> a Brazilian and then $150 for a, a wax invitation. I need to fucking sip my wine. Uh-huh. Keep going. <laughs> why is, why is, I want, I need to, I, I, I never question someone's pricing. We had a last video. She charged sixty dollars for bra wax, and I was like, "That's to me, that's not expensive." So we got hated on that video. Really? By the way, we got kind of canceled, but not really. Some people agreed, other disagreed. Like a lot of men, why the fuck would you pay sixty dollars for a bra wax? You because know? you get what you pay for. Exactly. So she had said the word luxury brows, though, and it's kind of a whole different thing. So I never, someone's price is someone's price because of what you put in to the service like yeah. what products you use the service that you're getting out of it as in like the your craft mm-hmm. you know what i mean the way yeah. you do it yeah even though you're fast like people know that you're good at it yeah you perf- this is like the only thing that you do and then there's this quote that this lady says she was like in order to make you know a million or more dollars to be a millionaire you have to per- you have to find one thing that you're really really good at and perfect and perfect it mm-hmm. so that right there is like you charging that price because you know you perfected this craft your own yes right Mm -hmm. so um even though i do i can work very fast um i take my time with each client you know Mm -hmm. i can do a wax in 10 minutes but i do give longer than that um the biggest thing is that i will sit there and tweeze i go all the way in all the way back and I will sit there and tweeze all the little hairs, which in school they actually taught us not to tweeze. Because in the time that it, you can that in the time that it takes for you to tweeze, you can fit in another wax. And I was like, well, fuck that, because then you're leaving everybody with some little janky hair there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I didn't like that. So I take my time to tweeze. I take my time to remove the angles. I take my time to go over whatever concerns my client yeah. has. Um, and I also want to make sure that I go at a pace that my client is comfortable with. So when they're new clients, I do move a little bit slower and I explain everything that I'm doing as I'm doing it for the first wax. Even if you've been waxed before your first time with me, I'll tell you what products I'm using. I tell you what I'm doing. I tell you where it's going to hurt. I tell you where it's not going to be too bad. So then you know what to expect. And I'm not just like touching you and I'm not just because I do touch whatever I have to touch. I go wherever I have to yes. go, but I'm going to tell you what I'm doing it or what I'm doing. I'm going to tell you why I'm doing it. So I think it's the care that I put in with each one of my clients. Uh And I genuinely want to know about them. I genuinely want to help. I genuinely want to talk to them. Like I love what I do, not just because I make good money, but because I love talking to people and I love meeting my clients. It's like I I could cry. I love it so much. Yeah. So you feel like you just connect with them on a different level. So Completely different level. So that's why you charge what you charge because of that. And I feel like also too, like a lot of people don't understand. <laughs> and this is another podcast that we had. Like we are more friends with our clients and our actual friends. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, like they know more about us than our own friends do because yeah. we kind of, they're kind of like strangers, but not strangers, you know, like they, we feel like it's like, they won't judge us because mm-hmm. you know, we won't judge them. They won't judge us. You know? Yeah. So my clients, it's funny. They'll, they'll like ask a question. They're like, wait, can I ask this? I'm like, girl, I'm in your coochie. You can ask whatever you want. Whatever you want. I'm looking at your butthole right now. Whatever you want to know about me, I'll tell you. None these chats. They're all freaking open. And you're like, yeah, girl, you can ask whatever you want. I tell them, like I told you, don't ask me something you don't want to know. Because I'll tell you. Yes. So the whole, okay, so $100 for Brazilian, $150 for the Vijay Show. How did you come up with the method of a Vijay Show? Because I feel like we can't put a lot of things down there. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's just bad for us. Sensitive. Sensitive. So I do the top portion. I don't do like the bottom area Mm -hmm. unless there's like ingrowns that I need to remove. Okay. And then the lightning mask is the only thing that I put on the bottom, but on the outside. Um, So the top area, it's just skin. um, And I use only facial products on this area. Mm -hmm. So our teacher back in school was teaching us how to do men's facials. And with men's facials, you have to remove ingrowns. And do all these things. At the time, I was struggling really bad with ingrowns on my coochie. And I didn't know that other people had that too. So I was so self-conscious and I was so embarrassed. And I was like, fuck, can you do this on other parts of the body? And she was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, can you do this on vaginas? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you can, but you don't want to. And I was like, why? And she was like, nobody would pay for that. And I was like, I would. And I was like, hmm. okay, she was a little bit older, you know, Yeah. but I was like, no, I, I would. So I started learning more about products and things that worked. I did a lot of trial and error on myself and I finally figured out. So it's still the same facial method. I don't do a massage. <laughs> but still, Sorry, I don't come up with the honey. Uh-huh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, it's still the same method with like cleansing, exfoliating, extraction. Huh. I do the tweezing. I do the mask, aloe, moisturize, everything like that. And Well, I do aloe because it's a wax. Um, but I like exfoliation with steam. I don't know if I said that. But I do all those things um, and I haven't had any adverse reactions. I've met thousands of people. And sometimes you get people who have a, a reaction it's to normal, though, the to wax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've never had someone message me with concerns. I've never had anybody be like, hey, what the fuck? It, it's never happened. Um, I also, of course, always ask if they have any um, allergies or sensitivities to anything. And then I'll go based on that but Mm. i found that using the facial products although more expensive they're so much better for your skin medical grade is always the best yes right Mm -hmm. um because it's more sensitive your face is more sensitive right here is more sensitive we just did a wax so you need (laughs) some more stuff yeah but yeah i I haven't had any problems so because you know a lot of people want to learn how to do vajayshuls but i feel like they're just using like an exfoliator or whatever the case is so that's not like there's never like i don't feel like there's an in depth class for that mm-hmm. because they don't teach they don't teach you that in school girl they don't teach you how to freaking slap on a freaking facial on your vagina are you kidding me so you only do brazilians vajayshuls you said sometimes underarms yeah i'll do it as add-on services so because the time that it takes to do underarms or a back or a stomach is the same time that it would take me to do a brazilian, brazilian. Uh-huh. i'm not going to charge a hundred dollars for a stomach so I, as a business aspect it has to be an add-on service because i at least make $200 an hour at least. Mm-hmm. So it has to it has to stay with that for the business aspect of me for I don't use as many products um, as much product 
to wax a coochie that it would be for a whole back yeah. or for legs. I do not do legs. I do not do arms. Why not bras? <laughs> so I am my own test dummy. Okay. <laughs> and I have fucked my bras up so many times or ripped my skin off that I'm like, fuck that. I'm not about to do other people's things. Yeah. If I take all the hair off, great. This, I don't want to fuck up your face. Like, <laughs> you're going to look at my social media and be like, oh, she's, and then I'm yeah. like, dude, I've done like 10 brows in my life. So fuck that. Hell no. <laughs> I'll leave it to the brow girls. Yeah, leave it to the brow girls. Do you have clients that ask you for the landing strip? So I have sometimes, but I'm very like I give them a disclaimer. I'm like, okay, it might end up crooked, it might end up really bad, and if it does, we're just gonna go bald because at that point, I'm sorry, I can't do that straight ass line. I'll sit there and like tweeze it, so then it's like nice and straight. Yeah, I've done it twice, twice, and I've waxed raw tens of thousands of times. And what about men? Do you wax men? Not anymore. So in the beginning, <laughs> when I took everybody, I was like, yeah, let's be inclusive. I want to take men at every service that I can do for yes. a woman. I can do on a man. <laughs> so, I mean, it's only what normal. Happened? It's only normal Ugh. for them to get like erect and then yes. soft and then hard and then soft. You yes. know, it's okay. Yes. But I was doing this wax one time and this guy like grabbed my ass. What? And I was like, what the Fuck, I charge way more for that. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just I, I need a big tip, okay? <laughs> I, I was like, nope, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm not so doing that. Dead. Uh-huh. And then, um, well, like another side reason. Um, <laughs> I also had an OnlyFans for a while. Okay. And I didn't want people from my OnlyFans to come for like services. Oh. So I was like, let's just do girls. Let's just do girls. <laughs> so I stopped doing that. So I don't do men anymore. So I'll, you, I'll do like if my client has a boyfriend and yeah. they come with him, or then yeah. then I'll do it. Yeah. But I'm very much like particular on who you decide. Very particular. Yeah. yeah. I also read on your Instagram that you're known for doing plus size. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. That's something different because I don't see that a lot on people's. I know that people obviously take plus size, but I don't see that on someone's bio like how you have it. So I didn't, um, I didn't know that there was a difference when I first started waxing because mm-hmm. I wasn't taught any different until I had my first plus size client mm-hmm. and I had to um, do it a little bit differently. I mm-hmm. have to have in different positions or use different things, right? Which I just had to kind of figure it out on the fly. Then I just, I just learned and it wasn't a big deal. I had one of my clients... She, she had just come to me. It was her first time. And she was crying on the table. And she was like, thank you so much. And I was like, what? Uh, like, why? And she yeah. was like, the first time I had ever gone um, to get a wax, the girl turned me away. And she was like, you didn't tell me you were overweight. <gasps> and sent her away. And I no. was like, I, li- I literally started crying. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. how could someone say that? I mean, I understand if you don't know how to do it, then that's one thing. But keep your fucking comments to yourself, bitch. First of all. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Uh So she didn't get waxed for years until she comes with me now. (gasps) So I made it a point to put out there that I do specialize in plus size waxing. Because a lot of times they're insecure or they don't know if they do it because that's not an uncommon occurrence, unfortunately. So um, the majority of my newer clients are plus sized. 
because I know how to do it and because it's a safe space for you to be here. Yes. And I don't give a fuck how yes. anything looks. How, how coochies, it is. coochie. Exactly. Okay. All Thank coochies you. matter. All right. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So, yeah, I really want to make it a point to have SDs learn how to do plus size waxing and understand that everybody should be able to have whatever services that they want to have because as much as you want to feel beautiful, so does the next person. Yeah. As much as you want to feel, I don't want to say clean, but that clean feel, yes. so does the next person. Yes. And some of my plus size clients can't do it themselves. Yes. They can't get there. Yes. So they have to rely on someone else to do it. And being mm. that vulnerable with anybody is very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. So as an esthetician or as a beauty service provider or whatever, you have to take into account things that I don't experience that. I don't know what that's like, but that doesn't mean that I shouldn't be sympathetic for someone that does know what it's like and has had to deal with that their whole life. Like, like I cry about it because it makes me so sad for yeah. them. Yeah. So <laughs> we cried on the podcast. Hold on, out of my eyes. Sorry. No, but it's true though. You know, like some people don't feel comfortable about going to like certain people just because you know they don't know like how they're gonna you know react to how they look down there or you know what i mean because some can be darker some every whatever reason it is i know someone will feel insecure for that you know so that's good and that makes you that caught my attention on your instagram because i've never read that before so i was like oh my gosh like that is so like that's crazy that's good because like i've never seen that well, thank you. Know? you. So do you feel like you will ever like maybe like are you open to teaching a class? Because I know there's a lot of females in the industry that would love to learn how to do that method with plus size. Right. You know? Uh, yes, I am. I haven't gotten to the place where I'm doing that just because I've had a lot of things in my personal life going on. Yes, we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I... I have definitely thought about it. I have a lot of inquiries coming. I'm sure I'll do a master class. Um, for already licensed estheticians. Yeah. Um, Just because I I don't want my name tied to something that like someone could hurt someone by not knowing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've been very slow to doing that. Um, But yeah, I definitely see myself doing that in the future. Yeah. So you mentioned how you're going through a lot, right? Yeah. And I feel like, again, it's not spoken enough in this industry about like, um, like your work and your personal life. And for me, <clears throat> I've learned how to separate it. So I don't let my clients feel that energy that I'm going through something. But I'm a fucking cancer girl. I really go in the restroom and I ball my eyes out and I'm like, you're a bad bitch. Let's get back <laughs> out there, you know? Because they're coming in here to feel relaxed when they get a facial. They're feeling, you know, they want to come and talk about how they're feeling. Yeah. So how do you, you know, have your work how you balance both like your personal life especially what you went through so with um i i always say that my job is not my life my job is what sustains my life however there's a lot of life that happens and i'm very honest with my clients so i do share the things that go on in my life as they share it with me because i've learned that when you're able to connect with someone and see someone Someone like me that's going through the same shit you're going through, it makes you feel seen. It makes you feel understood. And as I'm learning how to get over these obstacles, I share that with my clients. And then I help them with 
you know, whatever they're, whatever they're going through, Mm -hmm. because I'm giving, even on my social media, I'm very forthcoming with what I go through because someone needs to see that because I didn't have anybody. I mean, my family, but I'm talking about in a social media aspect. I didn't have anybody showing the fucking real shit that happens. Yeah. So I show good, bad and ugly. I don't give a fuck because I know someone needs to see it and someone needs to hear it. And I'm going through the process of getting over things or navigating my way through life just like everybody else. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I have this social media account. It doesn't matter if I have this amount of money in my bank account. I'm We're still human. going through life yes. things. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to continue. God put me in this place for a reason. Yeah. He put me in these situations for a reason. And if it's to help even one person, then it's fucking worth it. Yeah. So... Yes, I'm very honest with my clients and we talk about everything. <laughs> so when you were going through that, like how, because you said how long ago was it? Okay, so there's like two oh, different sh- times. The whole <laughs> thumb one got me, okay? Like oh, first so of all. That was like my first ex. Um, That was two years ago. And I would literally be on the floor crying, not with my client, but on the floor bawling my eyes out crying and my client would text me up here and I just yeah and then go and there have been times where I'm full-blown crying as I'm waxing and I tell my client I'm like I'm so sorry I'm going through it today but I'm still gonna do your service and they're like are you are you okay I'm like girl you came for a reason I'm like yeah I'm fine I'm gonna cry (laughs) but I'm gonna do it and I get the job done might be uncomfortable every single client that I've ever done that with has come back you know and we have a relationship because I don't I don't like the, like, this is professional. Like, yes, we're professional, but I'm a person. You're a person, and I'm going to treat you like a person first. Mm. I'm not going to treat you like my check. I'm not going to treat you like just my client. You're a person first, and I'm a person first. And that's why I act myself. I be fucking cussing, girl, okay? (laughs) I be like, (laughs) I don't know. I'm a little street hood, too, okay? (laughs) So that's, I, I could feel that. Like, my clients know me. I always ask them, what's one thing I say? You always say, hey, boo. I'm like, hey, boo. That's just me. Yeah. You know, so I'm I like, get that. Hi, welcome for your appointment. Yes. Girl. <laughs> Take your pants off. Let's go. <laughs> so that's where you were. You were going through that. That was your first ex. That was my first. Yes. And then like my now recent one is I was about to be engaged. Just uh-huh. got my engagement ring. I was making plans to move away. So I was I was going to be kind of traveling back every so often to take some clients, but then I was going to start completely new. And um, now I'm single again. It felt like a bomb went off and burned everything around me. Mm. But with all the things that I've learned from my first breakup and all the things that I've learned just about life, I'm okay. And that's one of the things that I try to talk to my clients about. And it's like, they're like, how are you? I'm like, well, my life just blew up. But I'm okay. And this is how I did it. This is what I do. And I tell, like, journaling, reading, pray for me, praying. I don't know if we can talk about that. No, yes. Praying. um, Yes. And just finding positive things to do. I talk to my clients. I'm like, did you journal? Have you gotten your journal? I'll message them. Someone will be on my heart when, when I'm praying. And I message my client. I don't care what time it is. I'm like, hey. You're on my mind. Is everything okay? And then, boom. You know, so, I mean, we're kind of jumping around. But, like, the things that I'm learning, I'm teaching as I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I feel like I'm here to be an example. I'm here to teach other people more than just about waxing. 
more than just about whatever, about fuck, this fucked up shit happens. Nobody wants to talk about it. I'm going to fucking talk about it. Yeah. Because I've learned with having my clients that we're all going through the same shit. And I didn't know that until I was in everybody's but- butthole. <laughs> until I was there. Then everybody tells yeah. you everything. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not alone. Yeah. And I have the honor to have this experience because I have all these clients. But every client that comes in, they only have the experience with me. They mm-hmm. don't know all the shit that I know. So I share my experience with them because of how much they have changed me by sharing their experiences with me. It's only right that I'm like, hey, we're the same. I am no better than you. You are no better than me. And we're learning together. Yeah. So it's so much, it's so much more than just, I'm just a waxer or this is just a beauty industry. Like, no, this is. This is so much more. So much more. Yeah. And I feel like for what you went through with your first ex and your fiance, like it's so relatable. Yeah. And I feel like that right there, when you can relate to a client so much and on a deeper level, other than just like, hey, girl, how was work? And you connect with them on a much because there's clients I know so much about me, girl, like (laughs) too much. You know, I know about them, but they know so much about me. You yeah. know, and they ask me and they'll check up on me. And I and the thing is, when when they text me that, too, I'm like, damn, they fucking care. Yeah. You know, there's one person that I know that cares about me because they're texting me just how you're texting your clients. I have people texting me. Hey, are you OK? Yeah. And even when a clients come and see me, sometimes I'm like, they ask me, hey, are you, are you good? I'm like. <laughs> hanging by a thread bitch but i'm here i'm here i'm living i'm thriving i'm i could breathe so i'm okay yeah you know so even that simple like asking like are you okay goes a long way because they can show like could break down you know yeah there was a point where um so i always hug my clients always and there was a point for like two months and i you can ask any one of my fucking clients Uh uh-huh where at the end of the service, all the time, I, I ask, can I give you a hug? And I hold them, right? Every single client broke down in tears. And they were like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I would grab them until they let go. Because I just knew, like, you just need a hug right now. And nobody does that. Nobody does this. And it was, like, the craziest thing because every single fucking client would cry. And I was like, can we? <laughs> i got you yeah. yeah and it's crazy because you you even if you're going through it you're still like that and i've never like had a person on my podcast that's such like as open as you are oh thank you like they're <laughs> open about like the whole business aspect and we talk about this this and that but i've never had someone so like you know bring up their personal life into it you know so speaking about like how you're open with your clients goes a big it's it's a long you know goes a long way thank you so Props to that. <laughs> um, I want to know something else before time runs out. Um, I want to know some advice that you would give on an upcoming wax, sir, you know, like an upcoming esthetician, someone that's in the industry that wants to be like Sabrina. She wants to be like Naked Skin by Brina. Okay, bitch. She wants to be working two days. She wants to be working 20 clients a day. What is some advice that you, or what is advice that you can give like your younger self, you know, like, to absolutely follow your heart and what makes you happy to do. So the way that I found this was when I had broken up with my first ex, I completely lost myself. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know anything about 
what I like because I like it or what I like because he likes it. Mm-hmm. And then I thought deeper and I was like, oh, fuck. I've never known anything about myself. I don't know what I like because I like it or what I like because someone else told me to like it. You lost yourself. So I asked myself three questions. And I'm going to ask you these same three questions. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> never got put on the spot. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite color that when you see this color, it makes you feel happy? Orange. Orange. What is your favorite song or artist that no matter what kind of day you're having, this song comes on and you feel happy? Georgia Smith. Georgia Smith? Yeah. What is your favorite food that when you eat this food, you just feel so happy and fulfilled? Japanese food. Japanese food. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you see the color orange, does it make you feel the way you feel when you listen to Georgia Smith? I've never thought about that. So maybe. When you listen to Georgia Smith, does it make you feel the way you feel when you eat Japanese food? Oh, yeah, girl. I'll be, I would probably. Yes, absolutely. And when you eat Japanese food, does it make you feel the way you feel when you see the color orange? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so those are, the, those are the things that you like just because you like them. At the time, for me, it was pink Doja Cat and pasta. Um, so I, it's not Doja Cat anymore, but for the sake of explanation, <laughs> um, I didn't know shit about myself. But I knew how I felt when I saw the color pink. I knew how I felt when I listened to Doja Cat. And I knew how I felt when I ate pasta. So I was like, okay, do I feel pink Doja Cat and pasta with him? No, I don't. So I left. Mm-hmm. In my work, do I feel pink Doja Cat and pasta? Hell yeah. I love this shit. So I took that and I was like, okay, whatever I feel pink Doja Cat and pasta is what I'm supposed to do. Because it just makes me happy. So if you're getting into an industry, whether it be the beauty industry or anything else, if it doesn't make you feel the way your favorite color, your favorite song, and your favorite food makes you feel, get the fuck out of it. Mm -hmm. Because you don't like it and you're not supposed to be there and you will be miserable. Damn. So... All I'm going to be thinking about is orange Jordan Smith and <laughs> Japanese food for real. Because <laughs> that was so fucking deep. I was on real. shrooms and I figured that out. <laughs> but I was like, damn, no. you go, girl. That's some good shit. <laughs> now I'm fucking high as fuck thinking about that shit. <laughs> but that's true, though. That's some good advice to tell someone that's like upcoming or wants to be in the industry to make sure that they love it. Yeah, because we're not taught how to learn about ourselves. Yeah. We're not taught how to find out the things that we like because we like it. We're taught to put on an image to get liked or to be what someone else wants you to be. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. Find out who you are. What what makes your coochie tingle? Because if it doesn't make your coochie tingle, you don't want to do it. (laughs) For real. Or stop comparing yourself to another account. I think that's another thing. I don't even look at other accounts because of that. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's true though. Like, don't compare yourself to another account. Don't compare yourself like, oh, she's doing this, so I'm going to be doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's or, good to get ideas on what to do, yeah, but I, never compare someone else's success yes, to your own. Because yes. you have no fucking idea what they're going through. Yeah. What they're going through. Your biggest, probably your biggest inspiration is probably the fuck struggling. She's just not posting what she wants to post on social media. People only post on social media what they want you to see, not the reality of it. That's true. You know what I mean? So I feel like all these scammers and trying to post like, oh, I'm making $100,000. Okay, that's great for you. Is that after taxes? Because (laughs) (laughs) And how do you feel about yourself? Because you have all this money, but do you like yourself? The most saddest people are the most richest. 
because you try to fill that hole. That's what I would do. I would buy all the designer. I would buy all the things that I wanted. And then I had all this shit. I looked fantastic. And I was like, well, I feel like shit. This doesn't mean anything that we give it credit for. Yeah. It doesn't mean shit. Yeah. What means shit is who you are and how you feel and what you put into the world. That's what matters. Not about how much money you have. Not about what kind of car you drive. Not about any of that shit. Yeah. I always say I'm the fucking Adam Sandler girl. (laughs) I drive a regular basic ass car. But it's because I invest something into what I want. Yeah. You know, a house. I think about my future. I don't think about all these designer things. You know what I mean? Because I'm very, I love materialistic and that's how I used to be. Yeah. But I look at something else, you know. And I love that, that you're the same way. Yeah. I definitely have all the designer stuff. I have, you know. You're all same, but you know what? But I, I, I pick and choose when I want to splurge. Yeah. And that's that's not where I hold my value. Yeah. That's what I've understood. It's like, yeah, I have this stuff. Yes, I use this stuff. Yes, I wear this stuff. Yeah. Yes, sometimes I do want to buy this stuff. But my value isn't the fact that I have a Louis Vuitton or I drive a Tesla or whatever. That's not You worked hard the fuck hard for a girl. So <laughs> yeah. guess what? You deserve it. You wax coochies 30 girls a day. She needs 30, it. She needs, I wish. She needs a fucking Tesla. All right. <laughs> a Tesla to get to my home base job. <laughs> she just needs it parked in front of her fucking house to show that she has a Tesla. So you're you working two days and all your finances. Like another question I have is. Are you saving it for something bigger or because you're not spending so much on rent per se, right? Yes. No, I'm not. Um, I have been saving for a house since I started and I've just been saving and saving and saving, but I also spend and spend and spend. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do have a very substantial savings. Um, But I, well, I was going to buy a house with my fiance. We were going to pay for a wedding. Yeah. And everything we were gonna buy his daughter a car and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, but now I am single and I'm chilling. So I'm just gonna, you know, be stacking and until I decide what I'm supposed to do. What path? What path where I'm supposed to go? Beautiful. Yeah. But that's in God's hands. So <laughs> <laughs> wherever wherever God takes us. Yeah, clearly I can't make great decisions. So I'm like, okay, where do you want me to go? <laughs> But are you okay mentally? Like, how are you? Mentally, I'm okay. I am okay. It's, I, girl, I allow myself to feel my feelings, okay? Mm-hmm. I cried so hard that Siri dialed 911. What? I didn't even know she did that. Okay. How the even- fuck is Siri dying, <laughs> dialing 911? I was in the car with my cousin after I had left. <sighs> and I cried so hard that my phone fucking called the police because I thought I was in a car accident. Okay. I do not suppress what I go through. I allow myself to process it. I journal every single day. I pray all the time. I look in the mirror and instead of saying how I have acne or how I I don't like this part or whatever, as I used to do, Mm -hmm. I say, you are beautiful. You are kind. You are amazing. I love you, Sabrina. Thank you, Sabrina. I love you, Sabrina. Thank you, Sabrina. And I repeat it over and over and over and over again Mm -hmm. because I have to reprogram my brain to understand that I don't deserve certain things that I have allowed myself to go through. I don't deserve certain treatment that I've had in the past. And I love myself and I deserve something good. So I'm on the journey of learning how to do that and not pick apart every single little thing that's imperfect with me. I'm learning all the little things that are exactly perfect because they're imperfect. 
Period. You so. literally, my tears like literally came down my face because for reals, you need someone needs to hear that, and whoever person needs to hear that, you, you'll just start bawling, girl, because yeah. it shows them it hits people, you know, differently. Well, I think one of the biggest things um, is your self talk, because I would look at myself in the mirror and I would be like, oh, your face is a little uneven, or this looks wrong, or this looks bad, or yeah. you have fat there, or this is this, whatever. And I was my biggest bully and I saw everything wrong with myself. Mm -hmm. So I started by not saying anything at all. I couldn't even really look at the mirror. And I'm a beautiful girl. I'm I'm a beautiful girl. Period. I didn't feel that way at all. So I I just didn't say anything until I was like, okay, I like you. I like you. And it's uncomfortable to compliment yourself. It's uncomfortable to love yourself. It really is. Sometimes it's even uncomfortable to look at yourself in the mirror. It is. I can't even look at myself in the mirror when I work out. We don't even talk about that. We don't talk about that because everybody wants to put on this perfect persona. Yes. But you look at yourself and you fucking hate what you see. Yes. So you have to start by just being nice. Just don't say anything at all. Just be gentle until you can say a compliment. And then anytime you look in the mirror, you are gorgeous. You are whatever. And I am statements like I say them every single day, all the time. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am kind. I am worthy. I am whatever I need to work on because there are so many times that I didn't feel that. And you feel like a fucking fraud when you start it. I would cry because I'm like, no, I'm not. Mm. But the more you say it, the more you believe it. And that's really where you have to start with anything. Like, I know this is a business podcast, but you will have imposter syndrome. If you For don't believe that you're worthy of what you have and you fucking fuck everything up because you don't think that you can have it or you think that you should overwork yourself. That's mm-hmm. a form of self-abuse. Oh, overworking absolutely. yourself. Oh, I'm on the grind. Okay. And you're exhausted all the time. You're not eating. I wouldn't eat all day and then I need a box of pizza. That was me. How unhealthy. Oh, my bank account is this, yes. this fat, but so am I. Did you, <laughs> did you see what I told you earlier? I had to sleep with a heating pad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you you hear me? Like, I know. That's what I'm saying. I am at that point in my life where I don't want to kill myself. You know, like I don't want to money from money. And I don't want to, you know, age fast. I'm in my 20s. You're supposed to have the fucking best time of your life. But I'm over here. Yes, I'm grinding. Yes, I have a salon and everything. But I'm not spending the money I have on things I want to do because I'm always fucking Working. working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That. There was the the song by SZA, Good Days, which is like half of us. Yes. What is it? Spending something about I know like what you're talking yeah, yeah. about. Like, ah, I can't even remember about chasing fountain, fountains of youth. Okay. Half of us chasing fountains of youth while it's in the present. And I'm like, fuck, we always either live in the past or the future. But the current moment we don't live in. And we're always chasing the next thing or being stuck in the one before. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I have to learn. I get to. I don't have to do anything. If you have to do something, it's a chore. If you get to do something, it's a reward. I get to live in the now. I get to clean my room because I have a room to clean. I get to go to work because I have a job to go to. I get to fight with my family because I have a family to fight with. I get to go to the gym because I have a body that works. I don't have to do anything in my life. I get to do everything. Mm. And changing the words that you use completely changes your life. Completely changes your life. And I can attest to that because I did that. And these are the conversations I have with my clients. 
these are the things that I talk to people about because these are the things that matter because we don't know it. Yeah. We don't know it. We don't talk about this stuff. We just want to laugh things off or talk about what everyone else says. But what about the real that we're all feeling that nobody wants to talk about because you're vulnerable? Because you might seem like, oh, you don't have it all together. No, I don't have it all together, but Girl, I'm trying I'm to hang it on by a fucking thread. <laughs> yes. I'm yes. trying to get it together. And yes. this is how I did it here. This is how I'm doing it. This is what's working. This is what I did. And I know you do it. And I know you do it. And I know you do it. Yeah. Because I do it. Or I did it. And I don't do that anymore. So mentally, I'm doing good. Period. I was so fucking real. Do you hear that clap? Can we add a fucking clap emoji? (laughs) (laughs) So, I need to bring you back for season four because we need to have you back. (laughs) But this is already, we're already over our time. (laughs) Sorry. No, it's okay. We'll bring you back for season four. (laughs) We always end this podcast with a quote. So go ahead and tell me your quote. Oh, I love it. Um, That dreams are not unattainable. They're just reality that hasn't happened. That's by me. Oh, period. <laughs> Sabrina Espinosa. <laughs> Naked skin by me. Well, thank you, Sabrina, for being thank on my you. podcast. Thank you for having me. And I, it was such a pleasure having you. Thank and you. I hope to see you back. You season will. Four. <laughs> thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.